Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. That's right, James. And just recently, we witnessed the end of the Wasp, uh, Janet yep. Van Dyne. Yeah. But what we've started today is the beginning of a new friendship and guestship. Oh, and is that is that a word? Is that guest a thing? Ship, yeah, guest it's, ship. Yeah, it's like when you someone you like a foreign boat comes into your navy. It's the guest ship. Sure. Uh, so we have. Uh, <laughs> all right. It doesn't make any sense. That's dumb. That's no. Lol. Dumb. There you go. So we have a guest here today with us, uh, Jabren Barclift. 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 I messed up your yeah. I messed up your last name. Uh, Barclift. I put like an R, an extra R. Yeah. Clift. That's a I've, that's a mistake I've never made before. I don't, it's fine. The the guest ship took me out. That yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, now that I've gotten my first mistake and only mistake of the episode, yeah. You know, so oh, you all oh, got it very gonna, early. Well, write that down. Yeah. First, okay. Uh... Colin, you have to be perfect with the edits, buddy. Uh, no, but welcome to the show. Um, yeah. Welcome. Thank you. We um, have some. Oh, good, good. We have some scene stuff to get into, but first, yes. James has two questions. I have two like questions, two very important questions. Okay. Uh, first of the questions is, uh, we'd like we always ask our guests when the when we have them on for the first time, what is your history with uh, Marvel? Whether it's the the comic books, the movies, the MC movies, the non MC movies, cartoons, whatever. What? How did you get into uh, Marvel in whatever ways that you are into Marvel? Uh, there's two very specific answers, and you're they're gonna come out of left field. Um, the first was on the Wii Marvel Ultimate Alliance two. Oh yeah, good game. Such a good nice. game. Good game. So good. I wish like it would be remastered for today's times, because Marvel Ultimate Alliance two is a perfect game. I feel like mm -hmm. that's what Marvel's Avengers tried to be, and then they just didn't do a good job. But that's my hot take. You know my own personal conjecture and then it i don't know why this specific it because it's not i want to say it's uh marvel superhero squad or that was on like cartoon network it's like they were little yep. toonies oh but yep. it's not yeah. my like my favorite superhero is, is spider-man so right going to see toby good choice is yeah just I, Absolutely. I want to be Spider-Man. I have looked yeah. at, I, when I say I wanted to be Spider-Man, I was on the forums looking up how to make web fluid. Like I, I was, I was there. I was that kid. That's and I made, awesome. I actually made, made like a web fluid from like dish soap, glue and acetone. Huh? I know how nothing that, of science, so I have no idea. And how that, also the acetone like would have broken everything. Aerosol down. spray. I don't know, but like, it's like I, I had to use a glue stick, melt the glue stick, put it with like the dish soap, spray some like type of aerosol into it. It's like I, I think I used like Lysol or something like that. And okay. then like a little bit of acetone and it was like sticky, but it wasn't like an actual like web fluid kind of thing. It was kind of like a congealed mess, but yeah. it was very like it, like you could throw it out a wall and it would stay there for a bit. Mm. It was kind of like, like an early was, slime. Glue. I don't know if it was early because it was, I mean, slime existed. Were kids making slime back then? Yeah. 
Interesting. I felt like slime, at least because of like YouTube videos and like having friends that have kids. I feel like the first time I ever saw slime was like maybe 10, 15 years ago. Colin, before there were YouTube videos, there were science classes where scientists, science teachers were, were like. Scientists taught that? I was just. No, gonna... there were science teachers. I really need to quickly correct myself uh, that science teachers, uh, you know, you find a cool demo. Interesting. I, they never the taught me of, that. Yeah, hmm. I was just gonna say the Nickelodeon to commercials schools, right? where they told you you could buy slime if you called this number. Oh, that's true. There was like the stuff like Nickelodeon had like in a bucket. Kind well, of they stuff. had that was Gak. I mean, oh, the yeah, Gak. Yeah, there was Gak. They did, but, but the, they had like commercials where you could be like, call one eight hundred blah 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 to buy some slime. Tell your parents yeah. now. It's kid friendly and not edible. <laughs> To me, I feel like that makes it not kid-friendly, but that's right. just, you know, right. maybe that's just because as a kid, I was like, mm, put in my stomach, and you're like, Well, yeah, no. it's like licking the back of a, a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Yeah, don't do that. Why not? It's, it's bad. It, I mean- It's not good. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's customary. Like, every time you get a Switch cartridge, you got to give the- uh, then, you know. James, I have a question for you. I've never owned a Switch cartridge, so is this going to- um, It just tastes that- bad. It's supposed to not make kids want to eat it. Right. Um, James, I do have a question for you, and then we can ask the second question. And that is, uh, I know you didn't really like game game much, but like you did do like a lot of CDs, you know? Okay, yeah. Like, I, I feel where, like this is I a better this, line of questioning. I know where this is going. I did answer this poll. Oh, did you? Okay. You, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you ever licked the back of a, uh, of a CD? So I'm going to tell you this. No, but. Okay. So, okay, hold on. <laughs> visual aid is coming up. Visual aid. Deep lore. Okay. This is a, an official, unabashedly obsessed podcast burn CD. Okay. Um, yeah. So I would never do this. That's, yeah. that's a no. That is no. I would mom it. Yes. That's not the same thing as licking. Lick the thumb, I agree with you. Get the yeah. get the get the piece away, and then then uh, rub it on your shirt to to, uh-huh. to dry it off. Because that does not mean that that whatever's on the back of that is not going directly into your correct system. Correct. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's sort of you know that story about the guy that was killed by the pages that were poisoned because he would lick oh, his thumb yeah. every time to do the thing. So like, it's not entirely you know. I mean, I free yeah, of that, but I it's guess. not licking. You know, you're not having to make decisions about holes and where to put your tongue. Yeah, when you're a kid, you don't think about that stuff. I can't tell you. I, there, there are probably over a thousand CDs, DVDs, and game discs that I had licked. I had to clean it. I and I respect that. There are so many other ways. Yeah. I just okay, feel- but kid logic, right? I don't have time. If my game is messing up, I don't have time to go look for like Windex to clean it. I have but a mouth and I have, have a glasses. shirt. Not you always. Have glasses, right? I used when to have good vision. Oh, okay. My vision was shit since age five. I mean, so. I say I used to have I good vision, but I had like surgeries on my eyes since I was like born. <laughs> See, when when I was a kid, not to not to pull this, uh, it was just a cartridge. So you just blow in the cartridge. And right. That was, oh, yeah. Was, See, that was totally different. And I never no. had to blow in Sega cartridges, just yep. not to put any shade out there, but like uh, yeah, it was Nintendo. Nintendo cartridges. So. PS2, PS3, the Wii, the GameCube, sometimes my PSP. Yeah. Well, I that beautiful- think that that is okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Interesting. Right. Okay. <laughs> I think that beautiful tangents theme is probably playing right about now. Yeah. And then we'll say James has a second question. I have a second question. And this is because uh, Colin is, I think, correct in assuming that when we get to the end of an episode, sometimes people are like, that sounds good. Let's be done. So we don't want to save, tell us about your stuff and what you do. Yeah. And anything you want to plug, we're going to say that we're going to ask you that right now so that you can get it out and so people can hear it and then hear the episode as opposed to just turning it off before they get to hear what you do and okay. what you do and, and, and what you want to plug. Okay. Oh, do I go now? C- question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. That, yeah. End of question. <laughs> Hi. My name is Jabber and Barcliffe. I am a music TikToker, music curator turned variety streamer. Uh, trying to be. I am a friend of the family when it comes to Rooster Teeth stuff, part of the Rooster Teeth Digital Creators Program, season one. So I guess I'm a Rooster Teeth baby. And uh, I just I just like things. I just like doing things. If you want to find me or follow me, if you want, uh, it's at Jobber and Barcliffe everywhere. Yeah, Perfect. everywhere. I had to think about that because I updated <laughs> like some stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Hello, Excellent. Fantastic. Oh, wait. Sorry. Yes, this, it's not we the are internet. the introduction to the internet. For yeah, you. we're not the internet. Yeah, it's I apologize. Sorry. A little time travel. <laughs> that is fantastic. And we are very, very stoked to have you here because we also like things. I'm happy to be yes, here. True. We like things so much. We said, what's a more convoluted way to enjoy these things? Yeah. If you if you get convoluted, then you enjoy the things for longer. And then all you have to do, all that's left <laughs> to do is die. Exactly. I was just going to say, and then at that point, it's just enjoy the thing until uh, either it ends or you do. And there's only one option and uh, to choose from. I'll it. make sure it's the it's the only one option. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. What? What's that? So, Win. shall we do it? Shall we get into the speaking comments? of things ending? Let's talk about <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp starting at two minutes and sixteen seconds and ending at two minutes and thirty nine seconds. Uh, and in this scene, we see Hope playing on the floor in her bedroom. Michael Douglas, I mean, God, I'm always going to do that. Hank Pym walks around the corner. Uh, He doesn't say anything, but you can see the look on his face and her expression changes when she can realize that it's just him. As she cries, he hugs her. And as he gives comfort to young Hope, we hear Hank's voiceover saying, telling you that she wasn't coming home was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Which, like... That seems like, I mean, like, it's like if you you're talking invent, to your daughter, you'd say that, and I get that. Sure. It's like you invented, a, like, a whole thing that makes you shrink down and then get yeah. bigger and then also talk to ants. I feel like that is very hard, but, like, maybe emotionally the hardest thing, maybe. I guess, maybe. I don't How know. How much I do think, ants, I guess, I, is the question. I think the most, <laughs> the hardest thing and the most criminal thing was the fact that Hope didn't have that rug with the cars on it. Yeah. True. For a it's family criminal. that clearly had some money. Yeah. They could have gotten her the... The rug. The premium you know? one. You know, HD. Well, HD didn't exist back then, but, you know, <laughs> with our it's eyes. The, the the 1987 VR uh, car, car car carpet. What's yeah. HD? Sorry. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, they're like, they're like standard def. How could it get any more standard than this? And you go, well, it's going to get a lot higher. What's that mean? Um, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> they wink and they go I don't know 720p and they're like that's too many p's um, so my question for you though is is uh, before we get into any kind of other bits here what are your thoughts on this scene um, whether it be 
the the context of what we're seeing, the uh, overall effect? Do you buy that that he says literally nothing and she just somehow knows? <laughs> like, you know, anything. Yeah, I think that, like, that's just human nature, you know? It's because from my childhood when my parents had to tell me hard things and they didn't, they it's just like, you know, you don't have to say it. You kind of just know. Mm-hmm. Kids are smart. Okay, oh, kids are smart. So it's just like you don't really have to say what what's what's being done. Especially, look, Hope knew. Bro, her parents shrunk down to the size of ants. She knew. Here's my question, though: Did she know that they were superheroes? I feel. Oh. Look, I feel like that's one thing I never understood. Maybe, but then explain why your house is infested with ants. I don't think you could hide that many ants. <laughs> Dad, I called okay. an exterminator. Yeah, I, no. don't think you can, I don't think you can hide that many ants without your kid knowing what's going on. Hope just walks sadly into the room and Hank Anthony. Pym already knows that all those ants are dead. Maybe that's the real reason why he was quiet. He didn't want to be <laughs> mad. Dad, I called I an feel exterminator. Like- <laughs> the Orkin man. He's like, you're um, not going to believe this, but there's been more than one death today. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way more than one. More, more than one death extermination count. has what? happened, yeah. Um, I think I disagree, but now I'm wondering if I'm just, if I was just a like oblivious little kid. Because like, someone walks in, they look sad, I'm like, oh no, What? I have like a very specific moment when I had my first dog and where we were living, we couldn't have a a dog in the place that we were renting Mm -hmm. at. Uh, And I remember coming home and my dog not being there and be like, where's my dog? And then my mom's just quiet. She's like, and then, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. But so did did they give away the dog or did they kill the dog? Oh, they had to give the dog back to the original owners. Okay. So the dog was, see, but see, sure. If I if mom didn't say anything, I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> I just feel like yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. That's, a, that's but a, also you yeah. would know the context of like why sure. you have the dog and like what the dog's deal is, and so maybe what the you'd dog be like, doing right, right, yeah. what the dog do, and uh, <laughs> it, like so maybe it would be like th- this might happen, <laughs> and so then if you see the look on mom's face, you're like, ah, the thing she said might happen. Has happened, yeah. Sure. Or it's so like I, I can get that. I can maybe get that. okay. I, maybe spin it in this way because it's. I feel like it's the same emotion, but it's like you know your mother's stare when you're in trouble and she doesn't mm. have to say anything, but mm. you know you're gonna get beat. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. kids, just you just intuitively pick up on this this kind of things. You make sure your friend doesn't leave for hours yeah. so yeah. that you can stay. It's off not that. even that. But like <laughs> you're you're after school. You know where your mom's keys sound like. So like you're terrified oh, every time. Like sure. you hear the door open and you hear a key jingle. You go home. You try to go to sleep immediately. You think you're gonna escape and you're not. Yep. Um, my mom and my dad's mom both had uh what I can only call like i don't know just like the hand of god or something like and what i mean by this is is they wouldn't necessarily give you a look or anything like that but if you were in like a public setting and you know you were goofing off too much the hand would just ever so lightly go onto your knee and it felt like someone was searing through your skin Mm -hmm. straight to the bone Mm -hmm. it had a heat that i Mm -hmm. could not describe the way that I have before been in like a church, for example, been like, 
and you're like, uh, and like, it's not even that they're gripping it. It's just, it's light, but Pressure's somehow there. Yeah, all just... the anger is right there. And it's like, it just sears through you. And you're like, no, I promise I'll be good. Yeah. I've had that yeah. with getting pinched. Mm. Uh-huh. I was thinking mm-hmm. of the, of the, like you're walking yes, and all yep. of a sudden you're now being like led by the like the tricep area of your arm and it's like it's like the oh nice no. fleshy bit there too like, yeah and it's like my mom let's go and you're like that, oh, no. uh, their mom did that who uh, did someone i think one of my mom's brothers said that their mother used to do that was like yeah. very good I, I don't remember if it was a pinch or if it was like something i, I just remember someone talking a lot about like the way that she yeah. would handle their arm yeah. you guys ever have to wash your mouth out with soap uh yes no you, you seem like you were a good kid, Colin. Mm, no, I I gotta I I'm gonna admit something here on on the podcast. I was a bit of a hothead. However, I was very weirdly good. No matter how angry I got or whatever, despite using language, shall we say, that my parents definitely did not approve of much earlier than I think they thought I was using it. I was very good at effectively code switching. Like walking from like going outside and playing football with you know the friends in yeah. the neighborhood, and then walking through that front door and being like, "Hello," I wouldn't say mother and father, but like mom and dad, like how are we today? You know? Hello, and mother. Then, right, and then my dad would say <laughs> just one single thing, and I would be like, "Mother," like immediately, you know, be do a curtsy, mother. Yeah, like, exactly. I never had to have my mouth washed out. Uh, I definitely got a lot of like you're going to sit on the steps and know. You know, yeah, um, no, I just got beat. I, yeah, I, 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 uh, mm-hmm. I had to, I feel like I got, had to wash my mouth out with soap, but not for like saying curse words, but just for having an attitude. Mm. Like yeah. I, I've never, mouth, like, yeah. just yeah. like, yeah, just like, uh, that's always been my problem. Like, so that now it's my kid's problem too. Right. Yeah. And I, I just that. laugh now. Cause I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You said, you said a thing just shooting from the hip and that was like the worst thing you could say. Yeah. It's fine. Like I'm. <laughs> It just it cracks me up because I've been there. I have absolutely been there before. Yeah, I um, I was I was spanked once as a kid, like very little, you know, young kid, uh, and never again because my dad said, "quote It hurts me more than you." And I was like, "I don't yeah. think that's true, Mister." Yeah. Like, let's be real here. I think we know who it really hurts more. Well, let me ask yeah. you this: Like, have you ever like in a fit of rage like hit your hand on something? Like, I broke my chair. Like. Like mm. the armrest on my chair because I was playing Destiny, a game that hasn't been invented yet because we're not in that timeline. Um, Correct. Correct. And I got right. really upset in this alternate timeline that we're speaking yep. of. Right. And I smashed my hand on my chair. Yep. And my hand was throbbing for the next two days. I oh, put I my hand through did. drywall one time because I thought it was a more solid wall than it was. <laughs> I like I I was used to slapping like the bricks at school. Yeah. Right. So I was I was really upset and I was like, oh, and like. It was just me and Kristen, no kids yet. I was like, immediately, like all anger, all frustration drained right. into gone because oh no, what have I done? Shit! Yeah. I just yeah, your hand hurts. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's why I hope new strong too. I I've gone through. This is my I'm on my second uh, of this type of mouse because sometimes when I'm gaming, I do that thing where I go like, I smack yeah. it a few times on the desk yeah. and I haven't then, seen uh, that in stream. A little oh, it's because I try not to play stuff that makes me uh, get too salty, and also on stream because I'm like people are watching, they don't want to see me. How many channel? Like, how many? Mean? How many channel points do I need to redeem to make you play a game that'll rage? make you mad? 
I mean, listen, I do sometimes when we do Fortnite, I do get a little. Oh, sometimes I'll get That's a death. Fortnite. That I want to see some. I want to see a game that makes. Yeah, you but mad. like, I feel a, like, what is it? What is this game? What is the What is the game, Colin? Minesweeper. Uh, God, I don't know. I mean, actually, okay, no, you know. A good a good example of this was I started doing Alan Wake at one point, um, and there are uh, like on stream recently um, about like maybe like a month ago, and um, I love the game Alan Wake, but some of the mechanics are a little funky, and uh, it does sometimes get you in a place where you just get kind of stuck and like you cannot uh, like you you just keep getting hit and you have no way of escaping it. So it's just like, okay, well, you're just going to die, by the way, and you're going to have to go all the way back there and redo because you're- Sounds like getting once over you're it like, with Bennett Foddy or whatever his name is. A little bit, yeah. And like I actively started getting, you know, I did a lot of the, I don't want to do it with something that's going to actually break, but like the way it was like- <laughs> Let me demonstrate you know? breaking a mouse. Oh, no. Yeah, no. But it was like, <laughs> it was. it's always like, I think it's always four hits. I think I'm always like, one, two, ah, and then I go, come on, or whatever. You should stop at three. I'm trying to think like how many did it take for me to break my chair? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was like four. Yeah. I, I hit my Push chair you. a lot as well. Um, yeah. I definitely broke a door frame in my old house. Uh, when I was young, I used to get mad and I would get put in timeout, whatever, and I'd get sent to my room and I slammed the door and I slammed it so yeah, hard that I broke that part house. of the door frame. Yeah. But that, then yeah. it meant that Instant my door didn't of, close. Yeah all the way so then that was my punishment was that i never got a fully closing door so i didn't really get privacy you know um to, yeah. today uh my son slammed his door because uh he was upset that i wouldn't there was nothing to eat it was 4 30 he's like are we eating at five and i was like no he's like fine and he went upstairs slammed his door but i an evolved human didn't go rushing up after him yelling like i normally would have so it was like I'm I feel like that's a valid reason strong. to slam a door, though, because food is no, for necessary. sure. He was, yeah. He, Being hangry is tough. I'm on your son's he side. He gets hangry, and also he doesn't like to eat anything at all. So, like, yeah, it's like, like this. That's mm. his secret cap, sort of. That, he's always hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's always, always hangry. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like you that. know what? What I like about this conversation and how it's taken us is that the the distance we went on how. And why do you learn how to read your parents' moods just by yeah. them being in the room? The, uh, and that yeah. feels like trauma. So A little bit. Therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My dad is someone who, like, as a kid, I think probably he had the least range of motion. Sorry, emotion, I mean. Motion. Oh. Um, of emotion. Sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, he wasn't. No, I feel like no matter how mad I got or whatever, he would. It, in fact, it was sometimes what made it worse was like we would get into an argument or I would get angry and then he would just calmly sorry sorry I, I didn't mean, shouldn't put that in air quotes he would calmly do the thing of telling someone that's angry to calm down which, he, which doesn't make anyone calm down so I would just yeah. freak out more you know and yeah. so he rarely raised his voice but then once he did it was like okay I guess I now know that I've messed up my mom on the other hand has the little bit of the uh, that's the Italian blood, so there was a little more hot headedness, and there was a little bit more range of there was a little bit more range of uh, of emotion, so I could kind of tell when when to fuck around, when to not, you know, like when when I could kind of go to bat when it was like you know what it's probably smarter to shut the fuck up right now, um, things like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I I got fairly good at figuring that out, though sometimes the the rage inside would bubble over and go nope. Throwing all caution to the wind. Yeah. 
time to yell. It's going to feel so great when I say this am- amazing comeback, and then you say it, and you're like, oh, no, that didn't feel great, and also now I'm in <laughs> Oh, I think it always <laughs> felt good. I think that because of how angry I was back then, uh, I did. I think I did have anxiety, but I think back then the other emotions were stronger. Yeah. Or it's possible that that's how I used to channel my anxiety, was it would just make me sure. bubble over, and then I got better at not doing that. And so now yeah. it appears as like actual, like, I'm just terrified or worried all the time. Right. Um, you spread and that's it out over my, your whole life. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And just my shoulders can never sit down yeah. because I'm so worried that they're constantly trying to reach for my ears uh-huh. because I'm in like a defensive mode all the time. Anyway, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> I, um, Jabren, how tall are you? Um, six one. Okay. okay. So I'm like <laughs> six foot and a half. Okay. But my okay. doctor said, eh, it's all just round. He rounded up. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you reach a point? Because I'm six three, so I reached a point. Jealous. Well, I stopped uh, getting spanked and started getting slapped, and so uh, there reached a point where I was bigger than everyone. So I just stopped that from happening. Mm. Did you reach a point where it was just like, <laughs> there's no reason why I should be getting hit right now, and you just stop the hand, or is it like, don't you just have to take your? Um. So a few things kids. about me. Uh, I was I was the type of kid that I just got in trouble. Cause I was dumb. Uh-huh. I was stupid. Yeah. I didn't like to listen. Uh-huh. You tell me that I'm I can't do something. I'm gonna go do it. Yeah, let's try it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, sure. Okay. You I say I can. can. I lost <laughs> so many like privileges of being able to go hang out with friends, go to like uh, California at a very young age to go see like a basketball game because I was being a dumb little kid. And I don't want to mm-hmm. listen. I don't even know what I did. I was just I wasn't a bad kid. I was just I was just getting into shenanigans. Um, right. <clears throat> I think I only stopped my mom once mm-hmm. and never again mm-hmm. because little secret, I'm black. You don't do that in a mm. black household. You just, you just, you just take it. You just Fair take enough. it. I stopped it once and I was like, oh, this is bad. I was like a senior in high school and like I was about to go off to college and I was like, this is not, I don't, this is ridiculous. Like there's no. Yeah. But I feel like with your parent, like as much as you get older, yeah, your parent can always beat you when they want. I should. Uh, mm. Sorry, I correction <laughs> with probable clause that can happen. Oh, okay, mm. okay, interesting. Uh, they brought you into this world; they can knock you around in it. Yeah, exactly. Something like this that. This episode uh, is not is not uh, going where, I thought, gone where I thought it would, and I think that that's fun. Sure. Um. So to. To kind of backtrack a little bit here, just because we have, I think, maybe uh-huh. once again, tangented a little uh-huh. bit here. Maybe just uh, a little. A little bit. My uh, question for you, though, is uh, he says this was the hardest thing he ever had to do, like to, to say or whatever. Um, what is the hardest conversation you've ever had that you are comfortable with expressing in terms of like, you know, what what would you say? If you were doing a, a flashback from your 70s to your 20s or 30s or whatever, talking to a young kid going, oh. oh, when you were eight years old, here's this thing that I did and I've never been the same since. Am I like supposed to come up with a scenario or am I supposed to just have one? I mean, 
if you don't have one, that's fine. Like, I don't think that, I, that's the other thing. I don't think I have one. Just because, well, I'm pretty open about yeah, everything sure. because if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's also, it's weirdly enough because it's like a Childish Gambino logic from camp. He said at the end of the song, That Power, um, <clears throat> I'll just tell everybody everything so that way nobody can like basically misconstrue my words. So right. it's like you can't tell somebody else something that I've already told them because they already know yep. kind of thing. That's true. Mm. So I don't really That's know true. if I have anything that I would be like, this is the hardest thing that I ever got to tell you. Yeah. Um, maybe I think like maybe the hardest thing is a parent adopting a child and then the child realizing, hey, I'm, I don't look mm. like you or I know that I'm not. Mm yours i think that might have to be like one of the hardest things that you would have to tell but like from my like livelihood as of now i don't think i've done anything that's like this is the hardest thing that i have to tell right. you kind of thing i don't think so i my life is pretty open that's good that's really good that's, that's good. that i think that's, that's really healthy, healthy. yeah, yeah. Ooh. therapy man yeah. therapy yeah man i do like that you uh uh, gave me a scenario and immediately my head went easy a like i yeah, i like i i the had the, yeah I, the, the tooch yeah um the rhino as some might some might say um but stanley tucci um having great that conversation actor. yeah great actor um i can't remember the character's name the actually i don't remember any of the characters names now that yeah. i think about it from what movie the, the main character easy from the movie easy a um oh, yeah her name where, was easy i think it was uh <laughs> You said Stanley Tucci, and I immediately went Caesar Flickerman, mm -hmm. only because I those I watched those movies like a few months ago. Yeah, I I've had like um, I got speeding tickets or uh, mm -hmm. uh, bad grades, like really really bad grades. That you know, I was in a sort of be as bad sort of household, mm -hmm. um, and so you know when I was getting like D's in home ec or whatever, it was hard to sort of talk about. Or like math, you know the 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 key things. Um, it was that was a sort of like I have to go tell my parents this thing, and I oh. want to do that and stuff. So okay. that, I do have one that, now. You unlocked yeah. the memory. Very not. I'm I'm both happy and sorry that I unlocked <laughs> this particular file. But the way you just you phrased that, so man, you guys remember in an alternate timeline, Blockbuster, mm -hmm. you could rent. Sure things like you could rent yes. movies and, and and shows and things like that they sure. used to be able to rent video games and mm -hmm. back on my on this classic old system here that's broken Ooh. because i got in trouble and my mom threw it at a wall so oh. only the game boy half <laughs> of it works I, I was being a dumb kid I, she got me a psp i wasn't supposed to play video games at night so i lied about having my ds in the bed and playing it she found it and she threw it at a wall and i deserved it um but no i had rented Pokemon Platinum mm. from Blockbuster because I'm a huge Pokemon guy. Uh, I love Pokemon. I love the old, the OG, the older ones. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> I so stupidly took said game cartridge to school because sixth oh, grade no. in math class and some other kid was like, yeah, I'll bring my DS so we can play the game. He stole my game. And then I basically lied to my mother about uh, losing it. I got beat for losing it. And then... I basically had like the hardest thing I think was having to tell her the truth to be like, yeah, I didn't lose it. I took it to school and it got stolen from me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
my stepdad would uh, find things that I would leave out and hide them, which gave me a fun prisoner's mm. dilemma of I don't know where the thing is. But I can't. They told me not to it lose it. But do I want to ask where it is? Because he might have hidden it. But if he didn't hide it, then I've lost it, and I'm in trouble anyway. But I don't want to ask him and have him be like, "It's right here." It was. Uh, I. It was. I have anxiety about losing things, and that was uh, not a small part of it. So yeah, I definitely like. I took a disc man to school, and it got stolen out of my locker, and all that stuff is like. I mean, kids are evil. Yeah, kids are sure. evil. Uh, by the way, Blockbuster was founded in 1985, so Blockbuster absolutely existed, and uh, it was 1989 when Nintendo tried to sue them to not be able to rent out video games. So I think probably when we're in 1987, I think you're you're golden for being able to rent video games. You are all right, sweet on timeline. Yeah, Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. As a kid, did you ever experience anything like Hope did, whether it was like the passing of a family member, you know, again, kind of like the conversation earlier about like, you know, maybe a, a, a pet or whatever. I mean, like, I feel like some people kind of get into a point where they don't lose anyone majorly connected to them until they're an adult. And then some people have a lot of things as, you know, youths and then have to sort of um, traverse their life, you know, using that. Mm. I don't know because like death does make me uncomfortable, but it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. comfortable with the inevitability aspect of it, but I don't enjoy going to funerals yeah. because maybe this is just how broken my friend group is but like anytime we did lose somebody like family member that was close to us instead of like actually trying to process said trauma we just make jokes about it yeah that's uh, right yeah, like at at we would make jokes at at funerals of family members just because we couldn't that's i don't know i feel like a funeral is supposed to be a celebration of life not a celebration yeah. of loss yeah 100%. i do i do process things also with with humor and it has driven some people a little angry i think at times when um when like they're trying to be serious or whatever but like i'm not having a good time so the only way that i can cope yeah. is through like some jokes or whatever uh yeah i for sure have been there as well i had a um, friend who lost her her brother and uh we went to like uh, awake and it was sort of somber and she said something and i was i i realized and i think i read this situation right i was like oh right now is a time to that I need to make a joke and lighten things up here. This is like, I, so there, it was actually a comic book related thing because he was into comic books and stuff nice. that I was like, I was like, it doesn't have to be like, everyone look at me. It just needs to get attention off of her so she can sort of fade back into the, into the crowd and not really sure. have everyone looking at her again. So it, like, I totally get, I think that, that, that humor is a, is an underrated coping mechanism. I think that it's a way of processing stuff I think that's fine. I, yeah. I've never, I've lost, you know, I have one set of grandparents, one grandparent left and I have, you know, divorced, remarried parents. So I had a big pool of people to, to choose from and I've never <laughs> been to any of their funerals. Yeah. And, um, because they all, you know, they all live in Colorado mostly, but like it was a thing where it's like, I, so I don't know that I've f ever fully processed the death of a, of a family member of my own. Like Chris, you know, I've, I've been to my wife's, 
families funerals and stuff sure. but like none of my, my i've been I, I was an acolyte at a stranger's funeral one time it was just like hey we need we need people to like carry stuff you want to come to the mm. cemetery and I, and me and my friend were like i mean i guess like no nah, i would have turned that down immediately <laughs> or made a really so, bad joke so they told me to go home <laughs> and that's that's a wrap on <laughs> well that's a wrap on the body too you know <laughs> sorry <laughs> Only if it's a mummy. <laughs> um, but if Not it's a if daddy, it's, a daddy. it's yep. okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like we've we've asked a bunch we of questions. Yeah. We've answered a bunch of questions. We've perhaps raised more for other people. Going, yeah. hmm, possibly. Are they okay? The answer, yeah. we'll never tell. No. Um, oh, I Oops. don't gossip have anything girl. else though for this. Girl? No. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I don't have anything else for this scene, uh, unless either of you have any final thoughts on what we've witnessed today. I think it's weird. Uh, now, this is we're recording this on June fourteenth, twenty twenty three. The two episodes we're recording today are both conclusions to uh, like like stories that we're not going to see people for a whole bunch of time. Mm. Um, and we're, mm-hmm. We'll see Hank Pym in a couple of years, but like we're not going to see Hope. It's like, oh no, right. she's just lost her mom. Gosh, and she's also really lost hard. Hope. What, yeah. Ra- well, yeah, and she's like, where, oh, no. where am I? Where am I? Who am I? Um, but we're not going to see her until she's like grown up. And grown I think up, that, yeah. that it's it's weird when we when we do things like that. Not that we need like everyone to see all of the, you know, that'd be too much. But um, it's weird to be like, all right, well, see you in a couple decades. It's going to be it's going to be weird. Good luck growing up and dealing with this trauma. Anyways, bye. Don't we see Hank in. Civil We're gonna war? see him. He's gonna punch someone in the face in like three years. But uh, yeah, in Civil War, yeah, yeah, yeah. or uh, beginning of Ant Man, um, he comes in and uh, right. I don't and, think uh, there's any old times stuff in Civil War. I feel like there's. We'll see. We'll see uh, Scott Lang. I don't think we see Hank Pym. No, I, I feel like we do. Maybe he's in Endgame. He is in Endgame, but I feel like we, we, see we Hank, covered that one. I see. Yeah. I feel like Hank Pym is there in part of the flashback, talking about Tony's dad, or maybe that is also in one of the Ant Man movies. And I'm just my lines are becoming. Blurred. He 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 has in in Ant Man in the first Ant Man he comes in and, and yells at Howard and uh, uh, Peggy Carter's there and he punches uh, the <laughs> third name guy that eventually gets turned into a bloody squished bug thing uh in the face um because he's like you lost your wife or whatever okay <laughs> and he punches him. yeah that's the that's that's gonna be in a, a couple years but like yeah he's mentioned in civil war but he's not in civil gotcha. war. Hmm. i guess we will uh get out of here and um uh, move on to the next episode but before we do that jabren where can people find you uh you are you you mentioned at the beginning where can people find you on like social media or or if they want to uh start following you at Jabrin Barcliffe everywhere. It is spelled J-A-B-R-E-N-B-A-R-C-L-I-F-T. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on YouTube. We will be trying to stream over there. And follow Perfect. me into the multiverse. Ooh. Ooh. That's, we, we haven't had have any, we've never had a guest uh, invite our audience to follow them into the multiverse before, Colin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's yeah, that's, cooler that's versions new, of and me somewhere surprising. out there. Yeah. Considering this show, very surprising. For sure. Um, and like yeah and like there are some guests that i'm a little disappointed in for having not done it if i'm gonna be honest with you you know which ones you are (laughs) some of the usual suspects you know come on 
get it together. Yeah. Anyway, James. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for us for today. Uh, as always, I'm James Anderson. I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Chubburn Barcliffe. Excelsior. Excelsior.